Hi, I'm Stacy Hyde, and I'm back for another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. And today I would like to talk about um, where we are in the markets as we're a little over halfway through the year and talk about what you might want to be thinking about as we enter the fall and end of the year. I think that um, for most people, the market's return, if you look at the S&P 500, is way above what most people were expecting, especially coming off of an ugly 2022. But I think it's also worth pointing out that the market returns were really driven by a few technology stocks. And if you took those companies out, the returns were not nearly as strong. They went from like 20% down to 5 6%. And that's why, depending on how you're invested, your portfolio may be up, you know, 7 8 10 12%, but not the 20% unless you are either all in an S&P 500 index or very heavily weighted towards internet stocks, so like a NASDAQ or QQQ type investment. And I think that's important to remember because you can't say that your portfolio did not perform well without understanding how you're invested and why you're invested. One thing to keep in mind is that fixed income is actually returning income now. Um, money markets are in the high fours, low fives. Um, government bonds are returning four to five percent and Corporate bonds are generally returning a little bit more than that. But one thing that's a little bit strange is that you're not really being paid a lot more to invest in longer term fixed income instruments. What I'm talking about here is the difference between a 10-year treasury and a 30-year treasury. They're essentially the same rate right now. And in some cases, the 10-year rate is higher than the one-year rate. And what that says to us what the bond market is telling us is they feel like the Fed is going to be successful in getting inflation under control. We're already seeing some of that um, with the inflation indicators and inflation falling pretty significantly from the rates we saw before. Still right around 3%, but certainly not the 9% that was so problematic. And so as we see that and the bond market looks at that. They see these numbers. They look at what the Fed's doing, raising rates, and they expect those rates to come down. So that means that we shouldn't expect rates to go up to nine, 10% going forward. They should stay somewhere in probably the neighborhood they're in now, this four to six, seven, eight percent range. Um, which, if we look historically, is still really in line with history, but those low rates of, you know, under 3% for a mortgage and things of that nature um, really did change the housing market and changed a lot of people's calculations about where to keep their cash. I've talked multiple times about the importance of paying attention to what you're earning on your savings opening an online savings account, you can go back and listen to those episodes if you that's something you'd like to do. And when you look at international stocks, smaller company stocks, they did lag the big tech companies uh, so far this year. So if you look at your account and you're tempted to say, well, 
I'm going to go sell all these other funds and purchase an S&P 500 index only or a NASDAQ only type um, investment. Um, that may be the worst time to do it because the gains, the easy gains have already been been had. And now um, when you look at those from a valuation perspective, they may actually be overvalued and subject to a pullback. That's why I think it's so important to spread your money around, have a little bit in different spots, large cap US, small cap US, developed international, uh, emerging markets, and some safe money market fixed income type investments. Because what that'll do is while you will never have the best return, you also will never have the worst either. You will smooth out your ride. And so I think that that's important for building wealth over time because as you go through your savings journey, as you go through your working career and you're saving for retirement, a 10% return when you have $100,000 invested in your investment accounts or 401k, that's $10,000 of gain. That's a lot. But if you're getting closer to retirement and you have a million dollars, well, a 10% decline that's $100,000. I promise you that feels differently. That's why you want to spread your assets around and make sure that you have some safe stuff to smooth out those rides and then stay put. Once a year, you should be looking at it to say, okay, has one part gone up more than the others? Do I potentially need to sell that and buy some of these others that haven't done as well? Or have stocks overall gone up and my overall risk level meaning my stocks to my bonds and fixed income has gotten to be 90% when really I wanted it to be 80. It's a good time to sell the stocks and buy the fixed income. So you keep your risk level constant over time. And I think that's important to do um, because as great as those gains feel, study after study has shown that for most people, those losses impact them much more negatively than how good they feel during good times. So while it's certainly been fun to look at your account a lot this year, you don't want to do that too much because it can cause you to get too emotionally invested and then you get too upset when the markets pull back. So check your accounts probably at least four times a year, once a quarter, see how you're doing, <clears throat> see if there's anything that's not in line um, are you overweighted to one area of the market or the other? If you are, try to s spread out a little bit more. And then just keep calm and continue to invest over time because getting in and out of the market, oftentimes we can see opportunities to get out, but we almost never get it right to get back in. And I think that has been shown over and over and over and over in the literature. And missing those early days are really when you miss the biggest gains. And that's why we counsel people that, yes, if you know you're going to need to spend money um, in the next six months, 18 months, go ahead and yes, sell, put that in cash or money market. But if your use for the money is five, 10 years, 20 years down the road, it's all just noise and you should ignore it because over time markets have gone up. 
but it can be a very bumpy ride at times. And the less that you can focus on that, the better off you're going to be. So thanks for tuning in. This has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less.